Welcome to Wake Up with Marcy and Hillary, a talk show with heart. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and empowered as we dive into the stories and topics that matter to you most. We're really lucky that we have this platform and we can talk about these amazing things. And today I want to talk about pet adoption, it, right? And the and how much it actually changes our lives. And owning a pet can bring us like the joy, the companionships, and really change our lives. And there's a lot of benefits. There's unconditional love, companionship. There are millions of animals in shelters right now and the rescue organizations waiting for loving homes. And by adopting, we actually give these animals a second chance at life and provide them with the love and the care that they so deserve. And additionally, adopting a pet helps reduce the demand of breeding and discourages unethical practices. I actually own two rescues myself, Lucky and Cody. Cody is a shepherd mix and Lucky is a Brittany Spaniel uh, pit bull mix. Isn't that crazy? But he's so cute. How about you? Do you have any dogs? I had an English cream retriever Mm. who just passed. Crosby um, passed, got sick and went away right away. But I am definitely, without a doubt, getting another dog because of everything that you've discussed. I know you go through grief and all, but there's also a lot of other things that we have to think about. There's food, toys, the vet, vitamins, leashes, and grooming items. There's actually a million things. If you have dogs, you're gonna wanna check out this Lily Brush. It's a small women-owned business started 12 years ago by Elsie Hamilton, a single mom. How amazing is that? And Elsie was looking for ways to get pet hair off her family stuff without having to vacuum daily or buy the lint rollers every week. And I can attest to trying to vacuum. Uh, oh, it's terrible. It, constantly it, getting constant, out the old but it dust buster. Really work it all doesn't. The time, and you can't you know? take that dust buster on your clothes. No. So, I, I mean, impressive how exactly. small and, and it actually, sleek it is. It takes the hair actually out of the fabric of the couch. And Elsie's most successful invention yet is the mini pet hair detailer designed to get hard to remove pet hair out of car carpets, couches, clothes. Got to use one of these guys and it really is incredible. So go to Amazon and check out the Lily Brush. Today we have an incredible lineup of guests who will leave you feeling motivated and ready to take on the world. First up, We have Michael D. Butler, the Simon Cowell of book publishing. He's here to share his expertise on how to write your book in just one hour with America's book publisher. Next, Drew Davis, founder of Gym Life and Bar. Gym Bar is one of the U.S.'s first booze-free bottle shop tasting lounges. After experiencing a life-threatening flare-up of an autoimmune disease, Drew made Jim Bar happen. Drew today will share a mocktail that's easy to make at home. And we have Joni Siegel, co-founder of Silver Hair Foxes, accomplished public speaker and the host of The Addiction Podcast. She has a long history of working on social causes. And Joni is a true Renaissance woman who has lived a life of helping others in so many areas. She's here to share her personal journey and her commitment to inspire. It's time to start the day with heart, inspiration, and a whole lot of empowerment. So let's dive in. 
Joining us now is Michael D. Butler, the Simon Cowell of book publishing, pastor turned celebrity king, queen maker. Michael D., welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Great to be here. I love that, Simon Cowell. And just really quick, you you were a pastor, or are a pastor, and now you're helping others write books. Like, how did that happen? Well, it was an interesting transformation. 85% of Americans want to write a book. Only 15% ever do. Yeah. And I've been teaching people how to write a book in one hour for the last few years. Thousands of people have used my formula to write their book in one hour. And it really comes down to making a decision. It's like this. I was 39 and a half. I ran across my bucket list items that I had written out on a goal sheet a decade before. And I realized, oh, I was going to run a marathon at 40. I'm 39 and a half. I put on my running shoes. I go outside. I run a block. I'm out of breath. <laughs> That's right. I was a couch potato. I was overweight. I wasn't in a workout regimen. The next day I go out. I'm thinking I'm having a bad day. I put on my shoes. I run a block in two mailboxes. I need to call 911. Wow. So, so let me ask you, you talk about writing a book in one hour. Can you really do that? It really comes down to making a decision. I decided when it was time to run my marathon, I had to get public with it. I put it on social media that day. I said, I'm running the Route 66 Marathon November 18th, 2008. And guess what? Six months later, I'm crossing the finish line with my four sons and stepped out of the uh, spectator area and ran the last three miles with me. Make a decision, go public on social media, and then get a team around you. I ordered new running shoes that first day and I saw an ad. I saw an ad to join a running group. So I joined a running group and having that accountability and holding myself accountable with my friends and family on social media made the difference. But one thing that I know people often have questions about is once you decide I want to write a book, how do you actually get it out there? Well, once we come up with the title and the subtitle and the cover, we start pre-selling it for the next 90 to 180 days. Nothing motivates you as an author more than knowing your book's out there on pre-sale. Friends and family and myself and my team are going to hold you accountable at beyondwebinar.com. We've done this for thousands of clients. We'll do it for you. It's a new year. Make a goal. Make a difference. The world yeah. needs to hear your story. Exactly. So it's who's going to read it? Mm -hmm. What's your why? Yeah. Right? And then I love that you help through each of these steps mm -hmm. and, and changing your mindset that you can do it. Mm -hmm. But now you've written the book or you're on that road to writing the book. How do you publish it? How do you get it out there? Well, we help with that too. We teach you how to write a chapter in 20 minutes. What do you put on the back of the book? How do you get global distribution? How do you get Amazon bestseller? You know, writing a book is kind of like building a house or doing your own plumbing. You could watch a lot of YouTube videos and figure out how to do it, or you could actually talk to somebody that's done thousands of books. It's really up to you. You know, everybody has different goals when they're writing a book, but the number one way to get more credibility and get more media interviews, Marcy, you're 68 percent more likely to get the media interview and get on stage over a speaker that does not have a book. But you do something else that's absolutely mm. amazing. You have a nonprofit that helps with human trafficking. Like, what's your why behind that? Well, there's 22 million people that are trafficked in sex trade and uh, the labor force every year globally, and two and a half million in the U.S. with half of those being children. Mm 
So I, as a pastor, I've been involved in on the boards of nonprofits, started nonprofits for years. We got a call about 10 years ago from a group in Pakistan who was feeding and caring for kids there uh, because of a persecution situation. Pakistan is 99% Muslim, 1% Christian. There were 200 people, 212 people died during the Joseph Colony fire, and they were just trying to feed these 55 kids, mainly girls that were orphaned, ages 6 to 17. So I flew over there. I wanted to check it out and make sure it was legit. I spent a lot of time on the ground over there getting to know people, decided to start a nonprofit, decided to help. Since then, I've taken my my team, my board members there multiple times to ensure that things are going properly, that things are running the way that we've set them up properly to run. We've since grown from caring for 55 orphans to caring for 394 girls that we've rescued from human trafficking. Mm. We've given them a better life. We've given them medical care daily they're getting education mm-hmm. they're getting they're getting nurtured in a safe family environment with a a bedded staff and 95% of the donor dollars that come into our nonprofit, we're a 501c3 in the state of Texas. 95% of that goes to the field to our four safe houses in Pakistan and in Oklahoma. We're making a difference. And we have individual wow. grassroots donors yeah. that are giving 10 or $40 a month. A lot of people. Well, how are- can someone be a donor? Well, they can go to 1040impact.org. We've got a lot of individuals that are given $104 a month, and then we have corporations that are giving $500, a mm. $1,000 or more a month. So every month we're feeding more than 40,000 meals, and we're giving the kids, the girls, a nice Christmas this year with a Bible, with clothes, with food and gifts that they've requested. But you've got to think about the desperation of that situation, losing mm. both of your parents. Yeah. When the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan, we literally purchased 54 girls whose parents were so desperate they sold them to human traffickers. Fortunately for the girls, we rescued them for $100 each. And so for $400 each, we can rescue a girl from human trafficking and care for her for an entire year. They're so desperate. Mm -hmm. They are. And you know what? You're making such a difference globally with Mm -hmm. human trafficking and in the literary world. Well, we actually have a printing press in Sahiwa, Pakistan. We print books in Urdu. And so we're a member of the Chamber of Commerce there in Pakistan, and we're making a difference by printing books for children. They're learning English, they're learning Urdu, they're learning math, and they're learning reading and writing. We're making a difference. And then when they age out at 18, Uh we're sponsoring them into cosmetology Mm. school or fashion school and coding so they've got a choice of careers. Incredible. Well, Michael D., thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be here. 30% of the revenue from Beyond Publishing goes to 1040impact.org. So tell us, tell everyone how they can find you to to write the book again um, michaeldbutler.com okay and beyondwebinar.com fantastic thank Excellent. you thank, thank you so you. much but i want to tell you about the new book i'm launching mothers day it's called mom made me millions i'm so excited about this book it's little things women can do moms can do to make a big difference in their oh, kids wow, lives oh i love that because <laughs> this will be a good one for us exactly <laughs> 85% of brain development is happens in a child's brain the first 5 years of their yeah. life and i know it's busy particularly if you're a single mom and you're using electronics to babysit yeah. but realize you can make such a huge impact and mom made me millions. I talk about the impact my mom made on me as I launch at Mother's Day. I've already got 
uh, dozens of media requests about this book. Mm -hmm. Um, At seven years old, mom would make me redo my math problems and my spelling grades that I brought home for problems I got wrong. And I said, mom, I got a B minus. The grade's already been turned in. She says, I want you to get it right. She made me get it right. And then when I was 15, I had a lawn mowing business and she would make me call Miss Jones and Miss Smith and Miss Crilly and tell them, hey, I can't come today because it's raining. I'm like, mom, they know I'm not coming because it's raining. She said, you pick up the phone and call them. Uh, and Marcy did, yeah. Hillary, that phone was 600 pounds. I didn't want to pick know, up, but, but she made me lesson. a million. She what taught a me. Lesson. Yeah. And, and look at where you are now. I couldn't I drive. I wasn't old enough. I yeah. had to hire my mom okay. to drive me <laughs> oh, to the geez. lawn mowing. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Mom, what she doing? On the book. Mom Oh, made me yes, <laughs> mom made me millions. Well, there's a lot going on, Michael, and thank you again for coming on Wake Up with Marcy and Hillary. Hey, it's great to be here. You guys are doing great work. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you so much. Up next, we have Drew Davis, founder of Gym Life and Bar. She will show us how to make a mocktail you can enjoy at home. Plus, Joni Siegel, co-founder of Silver Hair Foxes and the host of the Addiction Podcast. She is here to talk about how aging does not define us. We are so happy to welcome Drew Davis, the founder of Gym Bar, one of the first booze-free bottle shop tasting lounges in the US. Drew, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to see you guys. This is so exciting. I am really excited with this whole increase of mocktails on the market. I mean, wow, perfect timing for you to come out with Well, we got got dry January, right? And it's hard to make the decision, right? It's a big deal to make the decision to not drink the entire month. But the fact that there are these amazing alternatives that you have, Drew, like tell us what you have even in front of you. What are you going to make for us today? Yeah. So I feel like, like you guys said, it's hard to go dry sometimes because there's so many options everywhere that include alcohol. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful to see the industry expand and provide alternatives. So today we're going to make a non-alcoholic using a tequila alternative by Ritual Zero Proof. We're going to do a pineapple margarita because who doesn't love a margarita? Agreed. um, I'm right there with you. And this might be a really good alternative. I got to tell you real quick, Drew. When I stopped drinking eight years ago, for at least the first two years, I craved the sweetness and the salt of a margarita. But I did yes. not want to drink what was offered, right? Just the the mix and salt. Like, that didn't appeal that to me. That was the only thing I missed when I was pregnant. Yeah. I craved the margarita. Yeah. So, Drew, we are so excited to hear what you're going to put in this. Yeah. So I agree. Dry January is hard. I think before it went completely dry, I think it made it like 17 days, 18 days because there wasn't a lot of alternatives. But let's make this non-alcoholic tequila. So uh, margarita. So the first thing you need is a cute glass because, I mean, (laughs) gotta have fun. (laughs) Mocktails are better in a cute glass. So I'm just going to fill this glass up with ice. And then I have my shaker over here and we're going to put a little bit of tequila in. So I'd say do like one to two ounces of tequila. So I'm just going to drop that and in And just there. a reminder, this is zero proof. So it's it's the yeah. alternative to tequila. Yeah. So yeah, this is a conscious cocktail, not a real cocktail. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, fresh lime juice. So I'm just going to pour that right in. 
And then I did add a little bit of a lime simple syrup just to give us a little sweetness because that's what we do love about a marg. And then um, a couple ounces I'll pour in of pineapple juice. I love that you're adding some pineapple juice. Can you? Yeah, can like you, two to three. Oops. Yeah, can you put different kinds of ju juices in there? Like if you don't like pineapple juice. Yeah. So for the holidays, I did pomegranate mm, um, and called it a merry margarita. A merry um, margarita. That <laughs> is it. so clever. So yeah, we're just gonna shake all this up. We only use three ingredients, and a lot of the stuff you might have in your house, like you can make a simple syrup. Pineapple juice is easy to get. The only thing you'd need to grab is a non-alc tequila. And then we're just pouring in. Mm. And so, and then I love, okay, I'm big on garnishes. So I have some dried fruits. So I have a dried blood orange and a dried lime that I'm going to, if I can I, grab it, that know, I'm going to add in there. Is it right now with that, with how you're making it, it looks so festive. You can just be right there. You're not feeling like, oh. I want what she has exactly because you have your own and it, it and how does it taste? Well, it's delicious. <laughs> It'll taste best for you guys. Well, I'll tell you. A lot of times when you're at the parties, one of the hard things, Drew, and I and I, I know that you can attest to this, is that people are like, "Why aren't you drinking? Why do you have water? Why do you have this?" You know, but you can feel part of, and you're feeling great. And you're enjoying the time. You have a great drink. And the greatest part is you feel good the next day. Yes, you have clarity. You have like zero calories in the tequila. So you're already saving a little bit if you're worried about like the wellness aspect of it. And um, nobody questions you. And actually, it's so funny. A lot of people I find at the party when I have a zero proof beverage, they're like, let me try it. I want to exactly. see what it tastes like. Yeah, they want and to try I'm, it. And it's interesting. Yeah. Do they even notice that there's no alcohol in it? Sometimes no. Thing. Sometimes no when you put the things that you put in. But Drew, what actually led you to open up Gem Life Bar? Yeah. So um, three years ago, actually three and a half years ago during the pandemic, um, I had a severe health scare with my autoimmune disease that landed me in the ICU. And it was uh, kind of life or death. Um, and drinking was one of the things I had to remove from my life. And when I was removing it, I realized I had a hard time. And so that made me realize that maybe my relationship with alcohol was a little toxic. Mm. And, but I loved like the atmosphere and the, the culture that comes around drinking, like community and a third space to go with your friends and your family. So I just wanted to create something that was similar, but also like nourished our souls and like gave back to us. Like, like, like Marcy mm. said, I wanted to wake up feeling good every morning and not feeling like the night before took everything from me. Yeah. I tell you, if you want to feel good, you want to make some healthy decisions, change your, your drinking patterns, it's a great way to go. Yeah, Drew, you are making a difference. And I think it is so great to have alternatives these days when yeah. you want to have a more conscious, as you said, way of a lifestyle. Yeah, thank, you, thank Drew. you guys so much. Yeah, cheers to clarity and conscious cocktails. Amen. All right, Drew. Take well, care. happy new year. We'll see you yes, soon. Yes, happy new year. Next, Jody Siegel, the host of the Addiction Podcast, discusses how we can feel more alive as we age. We are so excited to invite Joni Siegel on the show. She is a true Renaissance woman who has lived a life of helping others in so many areas. Welcome to the show, Joni. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I am so honored to be here this morning. 
Well, you are doing some amazing things. So tell us, you're a true Renaissance woman and your life is about helping others. You Why know, is it that? really is. I, I I have just always wanted to help other people however I possibly can. Um, it's why I started the Facebook group Silver Hair Foxes, because when I went silver, I didn't have any support. I didn't have people saying, oh, you should definitely do that more. I had people who said, you're going to look old if you quit coloring your hair. So I, when I started this Facebook group, which is now over 240,000 women, I did it because I thought, you know, we needed support from each other. And it's amazing how much that has resonated with ladies, some of whom are transitioning and some of whom don't want to transition, but still, it's all about camaraderie and really helping women be their best selves. Well, and you know what's amazing, Joni, is that right now there is this whole movement around be natural, right? Your authentic you. So the fact that you have, you know, over 200,000 plus people in the group, but most women have a hard time aging. But you say that aging does not define us. What do you mean by that? And how can we all get more comfortable with aging? So actually what I mean by that is attitude. To me, aging is all about attitude. If I consider that I'm too old to do something or be something, then that's it. You know, I will be. But I believe that I can be my best self every single day. And I do that by taking care of myself and reaching out to help others. I think, I really think it's about attitude. I truly do. And yeah. I don't have that attitude that I'm old. Yeah. I love that. And it is about attitude and how we feel 100%. and the age that we feel. I mean, listen, I feel a lot younger uh, than I actually am, that we're not going to talk about the number. <laughs> we've, we've discussed this, yes. But not the number. But I, I agree, it's attitude. It attitude is attitude. Is and also, but how we look does affect our self-esteem, right? And when we age, we become really critical of ourselves. I've got lines here. i got bags here. So how can we change how we think about ourselves and, the, and that narrative in our head? You know, I think it's really focusing on the positive. You know, I said attitude, but that, that's really what I think. And let me just, let me just be completely honest here. There are some ladies in silver hair foxes who will put on there, they'll say, I tried to transition. I don't like it. I'm going back to dyeing my hair. And my advice to those ladies is you have to like what you see in the mirror. And if you don't, then fix it or change it. No judgment whatsoever. If you want to wear bright red lipstick every single day because it makes you feel good, do it. If you want to have your hair be silver, go there. If you want to dye it black, be my guest. It's all about your attitude, what you want to see when you look in the mirror and feeling good about that. I want to now talk about your podcast. And you have a podcast on drug and alcohol addiction, which is incredible. And you started this like three years ago. Why did this become so important to you? Okay, it it it. I'll tell you why. I don't have addiction in my family, but when I when my husband and I discovered the whole medium of podcasting, we were told to do it about something you're passionate passionate about, and we really looked around and said, what's one of the biggest problems facing the world today? And it's drug and alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. And we felt 
you know, it, it's, it's easy to sit back and go, oh, someone else will fix that. And someone else will handle that. Someone else will address that. And that's just not my mindset. Very early on in the podcast, we had a gentleman on and he used to be on the Joint Chiefs of Staff under um, President Obama. And he lost a son to an overdose. And it absolutely broke my heart. And every time I have a parent on who has lost a child to an overdose or fentanyl poisoning, it devastates me. And so the reason we do the podcast, the reason why I talk every single week is because I want to try and prevent another mom or dad or anyone from losing someone they love to addiction. It just doesn't have to happen. And it happens way, way too often. Thank you, Joni, for coming on the show. It's been incredible. Oh. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Happy New Year, you guys, and lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Wake Up with Marcy and Hillary today. What an incredible show. We learned a lot today. We learned a lot. I mean, from book publishing to the silver foxes and how we age and And what we do. And about mental health and addiction. And And so just really important things. And if you want to find out more about today's guest, go to wakeupwithmarcyandhillary.com. Keep in touch with us on social media. And next week, we have a great show. We have Rachel Foster from World Without Exploitation, the largest anti-trafficking coalition in the country. They are working tirelessly to create a world where no one is bought, sold, or exploited. Next, we have the amazing Tori Archbald, CEO and founder of Powerful Steps. She's a true powerhouse in the business world, and she's here to talk about the incredible power of self-belief. We wish you all an incredible week. We're gonna see you next Saturday. We can't wait. Remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. And wake up to all of your possibilities.